Welcome to Sunday Night Novi. Sunday Night, as always, is a presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network, 613 on your dial. Um, you can listen to the Shiorum on podcasts, on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, uh, um, all, all of the, the big podcast websites. You can catch me at Rabbi Alicia Weiss and you'll get all the Shiorum plus the nightly halacha that, 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 that I give um, during, during the week. Um, I also want to thank everyone for continuing to, to, to tune in every Sunday night, uh, making this uh, a chash of a shir. Uh, tonight's shir, as always, is prophetic visions in the 21st century, the message of Nevi'im Rishonim, the story of the book of Shoftim. This series will focus on how Shmuel Anove, the author of the book of Shoftim, sent us many messages in our time. Uh, the series will be dedicated in memory of Harav Yerachmiel ben Mayer. Which is of course Rabbi Jerry Freeland and the Shama Shab and Aliyah. Uh, tonight's year in particular is, is also Lezecher Nishmas um, Aaron, Aaron Ben Abraham, is the yard side is actually tonight. Uh, and, and of course, to all those that, that need it. Um, last week, um, I, we discussed at great length the concept of being a Nozir. Uh, what, 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 is, what is the concept of being a Nozir, what it's supposed to do, and how it relates to, to Shmuel, I'm not Shmuel, Shimshon, Shim, Shimshon. Um, and we, did, well, we discussed many different aspects. Uh, one, of, one of the things that we discussed last Sunday night is how the, that the Kedusha of a Nozir is, yeah, is, takes, takes a Kedusha that is, that is missing and that's not that it's not new kedusha. It, it's kedusha that has been missed or, or pushed aside. And and the nazir comes, and when he sees uh, infidelity or when he sees terrible things, he becomes nazir, and it creates special kedusha. And that's what the nazir. It's a redistribution of existing kedusha um, in the world. Um, now, generally, generally, the halacha of a nazir is only thirty days that when someone declares himself a Nazir, it's only 30 days. But as we're going to see in today's story, um, that Shimshon became a lifelong Nazir. And that was because that was declared by, by Kaddish Baruch Hu. So we're up to page, if you're in the art scroll, uh, Shoftim, it's page 194. It's Perek Yud Gimel, um, Pasuk Beis, uh, of... of um, of Sefer Shoftim. Um, if you have a Chumash, um, it's the Haftorah for Parshas Nosel. Um, this is the Haftorah for Parshas Nosel. So I want to analyze the story. There is a lot of information here that, that's significant that we have to uh, discuss here as well. Um, now, the obvious connection, um, the Gemara in Megillah comments that well, why why were certain Haftorahs chosen for certain for certain parshios. So the Gemara has an expression called didamele. Didamele means that there is a similar theme in the Haftorah that's in the Parsha as well. That a part that the Haftorah, the Navi, tells the same kind of Parsha a story as, as, as the Parsha in the Chumash. Now, for a classic example, the Haftorah for Parshas Vayera. Parshas Vayera is the story of the Malachim when they come and they tell, and they tell, um, they tell Sora that she's going to have a child. So the, the Haftorah is the story of Elisha Han, Hanavi who comes to the Shunamis and says that in a year from now, you're going to have a child. 
So again, you, you see that very similar idea. Um, the Haftar of Pasha's Bolak, the the Pasik says that that Zahora Ma you know Maya Balak Kabensi, you know, Bensi Amarlo Bilam, you know, whatever the Pasik is over there. That you know the, the Haftorah discusses uh, Bilam and Bolak and and again you see you see um common themes all throughout the the Haftorahs. And and really what you're supposed to do in an ideal world is that every Shabbos, when we come to the Haftorah, you're supposed to try to have open eyes when you listen to the Haftorah to try to connect the Haftorah to the Parsha. There is a second concept in Halacha when it comes to Haftorahs. The second concept is called Me'en HaMe'ora. Me'en HaMe'ora means that it's the Haftorah is symbolic of the time of year that we're in. So, for example, the Haftorah on Pesach um, it's going to be Pesach Yoshia or, or Pesach at the time of Yoshua. Uh, uh, Sukkis tells the story of Gogamogog and, and then and then whatever whoever's left from the war of Gogamogog is going to come to Yerushalayim on Chag Hasukos. And the Haftorah specifically mentions Chag Hasukos. So you have a lot, of, you know, Bayom HaShmini, the Haftorah Shmini Atzeres is about the eighth day on Shmini Atzeres at the time that Shlomo built the base of Mikdash. So you have those two themes. You have the Damele and the Ein Hamora, and that's how Haftorahs were, were were chosen. Now, uh, obviously, uh, we could probably argue on some of the Haftorahs and say maybe I would add a different Haftorah, but okay, but that's what they pick, so we don't we don't get to, we don't get to pick them. Now, now clearly, this Haftorah is is in the category of the Damele. The, the Parshas Noso talks about Nazirus, the whole Parsha of Nazir. In fact, it's the only place in the Torah that Nazirus is mentioned. And and there and now the Haftorah is about the birth of Shimshon, who was declared a Nazir Olam, um, became a permanent Nazir. Now, now of course, the the, the Sukkim and Parshas Noso really talks about um a regular Nazir, who, who the Gemara says Stam Yom is thirty days. So Shimshon is an exception because because if you think about it, what happens at the end of Naziras? He has to bring a korban. He cuts his hair. He puts the hair in the fire, and there and there's a whole process that the Nazir has has to go through. But that does that that does not take place. That does not take place by a Nazir Olam. If somebody is a Nazir Olam, so then th- that process of uh, that comes at the conclusion of Naziris uh, does, doesn't take place as well. Um, there are other factors. A Nazir is not allowed to be Mitame Mace. He can't come in contact with a Mace. And, and if he does, his Naziris stops and he starts. And, and again, there's a Korban and then, then he has to start over. You know, there's a lot of different things. That's by a regular Nazir. Shimshon is a unique figure because his Nazirus was was eternal. So let's look at the Haftorah and, and let's see let's see this story. So Vayhi Ishachat again, it's pasuk based. It's, it's on page one ninety four in the art school. Uh, again, if, if you don't have a novi, take out a chumash and look find the Haftorah for Parshas Noso. Vayhi Ishachat mitzara. There was a man from a play of of tzara. He is a descendant of Don, Shevet Don. We, we discussed last week that the bracha that Yaakov Avinu gave to Don was that he's going to have a descendant that's going to save the Jewish people. Um, now, Ushmo Manoach. His name is Manoach. We also mentioned Manoach last week in the context of Ibsan, and we said that Ibsan didn't invite Manoach to his su'udos because he didn't have any children. 
So we spoke about that last week as well. Anyway, the Ishtoa Kara Veloyaloda. His wife was barren and and didn't have any children. And why I has to say barren and didn't have any children, good question. Um, but that's a, but that's the style style that the Torah writes. Now it's interesting to note, and I was thinking about this today, that once the Torah, the Torah, the Novi, who, who wherever designates someone as Akara, you know something great is going to come from that. That that if the Torah is highlighting to us that a woman is an Akara, either she's going to do an act that will be eternalized and then she'll have children and or or, or something great is going to happen in general we'll, we'll see we'll see in mr shem we get to say for shmuel hana hana uh, you know a lot of our of our tfilos is based on hana because of, of of her great tfilos that she that she gave but akara is always a sign of greatness the gemara tells us in rosh hashanah on daf yud that there were three women who were akara they were they were barren and on Rosh Hashanah in their times they all became pregnant. Sarah, Rachel, and Hannah, and that's why on Rosh Hashanah um, we read the story of the birth of Yitzchak. There's a whole word from the Nitziv um, about why we read that separately, not for now. Uh, but but the basic reason is because the birth of Sarah Sarah became pregnant on Rosh Hashanah. Uh, we read we read in the Haftorah about Hannah, the first day of Rosh Hashanah's story of Sefer Shmuel, and how she could not have children and then eventually has Shmuel and Ovi, and then of course uh, Rachel uh, and has and has Yosef. And again, each, each and every time that the Torah discusses a woman who has trouble conceiving, greatness always comes from from that story, and that and that's certainly no different in this story. That Akara is a as a symbol to us that greatness is going to happen. So that's, so that's what the Pasuk says. Pasuk base. Uh, Gimel, I'm sorry. Vayira malach Hashem el ha'isha. For the second time in, in Sefer Shoftim, the story evolves around the appearance of an angel. Um, the other place was, of course, by Gidon. And it took, uh, and, and the same thing is going to happen here. It took Gidon a while to recognize that he that he would that uh, Malach had appeared to him, and and here here that's going to be true, and they're both going to become nervous about seeing a Malach. But again, the Malach is also in, in Sefer Shoftim becomes a sign of the Yeshua to come. That if the Malach is coming, meaning the mission is so important uh, of of what's taking place, or the horror of the Jewish people is so is so horrible, and that a Yeshua has to take place. Then a malach begins the story. By the way, by the way, on, on a side note, if you if you if you paid attention to yesterday's Kriya Satora, before a Kaddish Baruch Hu appears to Moshe, says First, the malach appears to Moshe, and it's only after the malach appears to Moshe then a Kaddish Baruch Hu comes and appears to him. So a malach on the scene is a sign of a great Yeshua. That's going to come, and that Yeshua is going to come through the story, as as we're going to see. So Vayira Malach Hashem El Ha'isha. So a Malach appears to the woman, the Manoach's wife, Vayomer um, Eleha, and he says to her, He says, "You are a barren woman." Velo Yalad, Viharis, Yalad Ben. He says, "You will become pregnant, and you will conceive a son." Again, we have um, the story with um, 
the story with Elisha, my, my great namesake, uh, where where the Shunamis comes and, and the Shunamis does doesn't have uh, doesn't have children um, doesn't have children and and she does a great chesed for the Novi Elisha and Gechazi his his uh, Shamish tells him she doesn't have any children and and, he, and she gets blessed by 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 having children. So we see we see all throughout that theme of women struggling and then are, are rewarded and greatness comes from it. So anyway, and that's what the Malach tells him that you're going to have uh, you're going to become pregnant uh, and you're going to have children. Biata and now hishamri no. Be very very careful. You're not allowed to eat. Um, or drink wine, and you can't become tummy. In other words, the the signs of nazirus you have to take on. So so let's let's analyze exactly what this was. So on the simple level, the ata. So Mitzudat David says, Meata shamri the al Watch yourself and don't drink. And then he takes it even a step further. He says, Kol tameh. You can't become defiled. You can't become tameh. Ki im chulim b'tahara. He says, not, not only can't you become tameh by being in, in contact with a, with a mace, with a dead body, but even, even the chulin, even the non-consecrated meat, the stam meat that you, you buy in Glotmark, even that you have to eat b'tahara. You have to be in, in a state of purity. Uh, we have that concept all throughout Shas that, that not only was kachim eaten b'tahara, but many people were mocked even to eat their, their mundane steak that they decided to have for dinner in a state of tahara. They were very careful of the, of, the, of the laws of ritual purity, and they would not eat that meat unless they were in a state. They would go to the mikvah, they would wait till night, they would do all, all, all these different things. So, so, the, so they were told that they have to maintain even chulim b'tahara. Rabbi Seinu, Zichronam Levracha Amru, Tame, Rotzulamar, Devarim Asurim Lenazim. The Gemara in Sota says what they, were, what they were actually being commanded was to be like a Nazir, take on the obligations of a, of a Nazir. So there's a very lengthy Radak yet, so I want to highlight some of this to you. Um, the Radak on Pusik Dalit says, Havav Mora Kihishamrina. Wrote Salomar Mituma. Radag says that they had to stay away from any kind of being tame, of ritual defilement. Just like a Nazir couldn't be, couldn't drink wine or or champagne. The Malach told the wife of Manoach, be a Nazir. So stay away from all types of anything that a Nazir is not allowed to do. Leos kedushoso minabetim. Why? So that the child who, who, who you're going to become pregnant with is going to become holy, is going to maintain a level of kedusha already at the time of conception. He 
he, he, they were told, stay away from all different types of tumor, from touching something, Tome, or from becoming in contact with, with, with a mace. Uh, so, so that's one idea that uh, the wife of Manoah uh, was told. And then he goes on further and he says, he says, it's a few lines further down, we find in Chazal that Shimshon actually what, did have the ability to become Tomei to a mace. So how could it be that he was told to become a Nazir, but yet we see that he did become Tomei later on in, later on in, in, in the story? So that's a question that the Radak uh, uh, raises. He, he also asks a different question. He says, how could it be that he married women that, that if he was such a holy individual, how did he marry Plishtim women? And, and, and the Radak points out that Radak points out how he, um, that they were converted before that we married. He says, it can't be that a Shofet Yisrael was married to a non-Jew and, and therefore, it has to be Kivada Hayamagaro, some Mashiva Meldas Israel, Yava Prikain, Siva Haisam Esa Shem, Lakaf Ishta, Plishtem, Linake Mehem. He says those women that, that, that Shimshon was involved in had, became well, converted to, to become Jewish because it can't be a man whose, whose very birth was, was through a state of Kedusha. Couldn't be that he was involved in people that were Tommy. Anyway, that's a little bit of the Radak. It's a lengthy Radak, uh, worthwhile to read if you have if you have time. But bottom line was Mo, the, the wife of Manoah was told she can't become Tommy. Okay. He says, You're gonna become pregnant and you're gonna give birth to a child, a son, a boy. A razor will not touch his head. He will be a nausea from birth. No, no upshearing for, for Shimshon. Uh, he couldn't have an upshear. He, he, when his hair started to grow, it had to just grow. They weren't allowed to, to cut his hair. Uh, could be that they put the honey on the letters anyway and taught him alipase at the age of three, but they weren't allowed to, to, ha to have an upshearing and, and cut his hair. And cut his hair. Um, uh, although you know, although I'm obviously saying that a little bit tongue in cheek, but but no, I, it means that he really what well, he he was from the moment that he was he was from the moment of birth he was he became a nazir. Now it's interesting that the plus points out he began. It doesn't say that he saved us completely from the hands of of the plishtim, but who yachel. Uh, now, what does that mean? He began the story. So, so the Mesudah David points out, Rotsalom, Teshuaso, He will begin the process of ridding the Plishtim from the land. It's a process that will not end till the time of David Amelech. 
David HaMelech is finally the person that rids the Plishtim of the land. If you read Sefer Shmuel Beis, except for the beginning, Purokim, you don't hear about the Plishtim, because David HaMelech took care of that. But but the, but the process of ridding the Plishtim, because remember the, um, last week we said that there were 40 years they were in charge of the land. They were the Yavanim, they were the Greeks, they were the Romans uh, of the time. So Shimshon began a process, but it didn't end. He was not successful. And here's where we see a, a turn of the of the note. I wanted to read you one of one of the notes um, in the art school at the beginning of this parrot. So listen to this. He says, with this chapter, a new phenomenon develops. Up to this point, Israel's sins would lead to foreign domination, followed by repentance and the emergence of a judge who would lead the people to defeat and expel the enemy. In this new period, the people's descent was so serious that they did not merit a complete salvation of the sort that had been achieved by judges as Devorah or Gidon. Nevertheless, Hashem did not wish to let the Plishtim go completely unpunished or continue their, their, their depredation un, undeterred. Through the Plishtim would not be vanquished, Hashem in his mercy wanted that their aggressiveness be curbed. Shimsha became Hashem's agent to accompany them. So in other words, he doesn't complete the job. And, and, and that's why the Pasuk says, he begins the job. Later on, later on in history, um, David Amelech, the job will be complete. Uh, we see that the Plishtim is a struggle in Sefer Shmuel with by Eliyah Cohen and by when Shaul becomes king. It's an ongoing uh, struggle, the famous uh, battle where Yonasan does a, a great salvation and saves them from the Plishtim. And even though they, they weren't supposed to eat, weren't supposed to eat, uh, what ends up happening is that what ends up happening is that um, he saves the Jewish people and he eats from the sap and then they, they do hataras nedorim. It's an interesting story. Uh, we actually mentioned those, those of us who say v'yitem l'cha, we mentioned that pasuk every Motzei uh, Shabbos we say where we say yeah, that Yonasan did such a great Yeshua how could anything, any harm ever ever come to him. So that's so that's the ongoing story of the Plishtim. The Masudah David points out that, that it's it's not with Shimshon, it's not going to be an all-out war. It's not going to be the war of Gidon or the war of Borah. It's going to be an individual effort to curb the it, the insurrection of the plishtim and the and the uh, and the the uh, persecution uh, of the Jewish people. Just hold on one second. Okay, so that's what so that so that's what that pasuk means. Pasuk vav vatavoha isha vatomerli isha lemor. So the woman comes home to her husband to Manoach and tells her isha lokim ba'elat. So originally. She thought that that what the vision she had was an ovi. She thought the malach was an ovi. That a, a prophet came and 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 was speaking to her. And she said that an ovi came to me. Umarehu kimare malacha elokim no ramaod. Except one thing I noticed about him, he looked like a, an angel. In other words, he had the hadras ponim that the novi had. He looked like an angel. Uh, it was awe-inspiring. It was 
uh, you know, it was, uh, it was, there was trepidation to look at him. Uh, he had a certain look, Kamare Amala. He looked like Amala. So it's interesting. She thought it was a Novi, but she had a suspicion that it was a little beyond the Novi. She thought that this whole vision uh, of, of someone coming to him was, was something beyond the Novi. Veloshi iltiu e mizehu. He said, but I, and I and I never I never I, I didn't ask him where he was from, the Shemolo Higili. And I didn't ask him his name. You know, that, that's reminiscent by Yaakov Avinu, why Yaakov asked the Malach after he wrestles with him, what's your name? And the Malach says, Why do you need to know my name? And then he then he then he gives him the bracha. Bayomerli, so Pasuk Zayin, um, he nach hara yaladbain. He said this. This Navi, which which had an angelic look, told me I'm going to have a child. I'm going to become pregnant. And by the way, don't drink wine or, or champagne. Don't, don't uh, become Tomek. We have to act like a Nazir and the child will become a Nazir from birth uh, all the way all, all the way to death. So it's just interesting that that how she presented this. Now, 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 if we could try to imagine for a moment, here is here is a couple. Um, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, we we meet couples sometimes who have infertility issues. Baruch Hashem, we have an institution called the Pua Institute in Eretz Israel, who has done tremendous, tremendous work with uh, with couples with infertility issue with with, with fertility issues. Um, and I actually uh, participated in a seminar with them two summers ago. Um, anyway, so so Baruch Hashem, we have we we've done we have great advancement in the area uh, of couples with fertility issues. But 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 just imagine, as is a couple that has been struggling with fertility. They haven't had children. They're married a number of years, and somebody comes to them and says, "Oh, by the way, you're going to have a child." So there there are two ways that the, the reaction could be. Reaction number one is get away from me. Like, like I've heard this story. I don't want to know it. It's a terrible thing to say to me. You know, we struggle in that area. I gave up a long time ago. Leave me alone. So that, that's one approach. Uh, and, and I think every one of us would say that that, that, that approach is acceptable because, you know, people, are, people become bitter. Uh, we, we, we see that by Hannah. Hana became very, very bitter over the fact that she couldn't have children. Um, the, other, the other approach is that in, in my darkness, I've just been shown a candle. And we know, Chazal tell us that, that when it comes to darkness, a little bit of light shines very big. That sometimes the smallest light could light up a lot of darkness. And, and I, I, the impression is that that there was, although there was, as we're going to see in a minute, there was some skepticism about what what happened, but there was, but in in her head, the, a light went off. There was, uh, she had been living in this sense of darkness, and and a light went off, and she said, a malach, a novi, who looked like an angel, looked like a messenger from a kodesh baruch Hu, has come to me and said, we're going to have a child, and I, I think. It, it, you get you get the impression that despite the skepticism, it just it just lit up the darkness in their lives. So Manoach 
in an attempt to exactly figure out what had taken place here. He says, he, he davens to Hashem. Vayetar, by the way, we're, the other place the word Vayetar appears is by Yitzchak and Rivka. He says, Vayetar Yitzchak le Rivka le Nochak Yishto. Right? For the beginning of Pasha's told us. So Vayetar is a Lashon of Tefillah. That, uh, that's where Rashi points out that Yitzchak was answered because they know Domat Tefillah of a Tzaddik, Ben Tzaddik, with, with, with Tzaddik is Basarosha. Right? As that's why his Tefillahs were answered, not Rivka's. Uh, but Vayetar was an expression that we find by Yitzchak and Rivka. And, and ironically, what were they davening for? They were davening for, to have a child. That, that Rivka, Rivka had shown signs of being barren, of being an, of being, of being an Akara, and she, and they are davening to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should answer their tefillahs. So there, there's so many of these, these parallels to this idea. So Vayatar Manoach HaLashem Vayomar. So Manoach Davins to Hashem. Biadunai. Please, Hashem. Isha Elokim, the Novi, Ashesh Shalachta, the Novi that you sent me. Yavona Odeleinu, Viyoreinu Mana Se Layar Hayulot. You know, it's interesting what they said. They said, let the, let the Novi come back. And let him teach us about how we should raise this child. Now, as they accepted the idea, um, the, the Radak says, when he's born, come and teach us. Come and show us what 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 are the expectations that we're we're supposed to have. Al Shadiros Al Hayoso Minabeta. He's because because he, now why was he saying this? Why why because he, he didn't read the, the parent books? Uh, he didn't read uh, they didn't have the book uh, you know in the first year of uh, uh, what, what is that book called? Um, uh, the the top the, during the first year or something. I don't know. We used to have that book when um, when Mayor was when Mayor's on the screen here. When Mayor was born, we had that book um, uh, you know, uh, describing the different stages of 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 with, of of of, becoming, of a toddler going through the first year and then beyond, they have all these books today. So what was what was he saying? Well, we didn't have the we we couldn't get a hold of the book. Amazon was shut down. Uh, you know what 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 was he saying here? So the Masudat David says he was saying that you already gave us rules. You told us that the child has to be a nazir. What else? Is there anything else? Is there anything else that not, he has to be a nazir? But is there anything else beyond that that we need to know? So, so he says, "Vioreno." Vioreno is an interesting word. Yoridea. It's 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 a it's a halachic word. Come and teach us the halacha of what we're we're supposed to do. Morahora, right, right, right. A uh, posek is called the morahora. Yoreno is the same. Same shoresh, the same root. So, so here they're they're faced with this exciting news, really light in the darkness that they're going to have a child. They're told that there are going to be certain conditions on this child, and 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 she comes home and she tells Manoah, and he, and, he, and he's not sure what to do. So he says, "Come finish the story. Give a bring us the handbook of, of how we're supposed to handle this child." 
So So it says that Hashem listen. Again, again, I just want to point out very similar to the story of Gidon, where Gidon wanted to prove that it was a malach, and he said, I'm going to go and I'm going to bring you a gift. And he tells the malach, wait here, like, like stay here until I come back, because I want to make sure you are who you are. And the same thing happens here is that he is that um what, what happens here is that that the um I'm sorry, Manoah asked that that the Novi or whatever appeared to him comes back and and Hashem listened to him, um, and the Malach comes back to the woman, she's in the field, but he was not with her. Okay. So he wasn't with her at the time when the Malach appeared, and, and so she runs and gets it. And she says to him, He said, the person who had appeared to me originally, he's back. Come, come and uh, come and meet him. So, so that, that's, that, that's, that's what happens. So, 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 what, so what happens? So Manoah gets up. He said, so, so he challenges him and he says to him, Are you the man that told my wife that, that I'm gonna that we're gonna have a child after all after all these years, after all the the, the attempts that we're that, that we should try to have a child and, and we didn't we didn't have the child and, and now and now here you are and you are you are you that person? So he says, Ani. He says, I am, I am that person. Okay. Now, now your words, now may your words come true. What should be the conduct of this boy? So, in other words, he, he said to him, now that, that you're telling me, now you're carrying out your mission, finish your mission. Tell me what what am I supposed to do with this child? What should it, what what should his behavior be? How should we raise him? What should we tell him? What should we teach him? What yeshiva should we send him to? Uh, who should be his rabbi? Well, what should be our goals for him? What should be our educational goals for him? What should he do for a living? Like, tell us the story. You talk. You began to tell us the story, but can't leave us in limbo. Come and tell us the story. So he said, whatever I told your wife, that's what you should do. So Masudat David points out, He said, don't, don't add anything to what I said. He should be a Nazir. The only additional thing I'm telling you is that Manoah's wife should observe the same things that Shimshon will have to observe in, in his, that she should act like a, like a Nazim. Don't drink, uh, don't drink wine. Meaning, 
Rock tishmor kol He said, whatever I told you, just follow. No more, no less. <clears throat> um, he said, he says, uh, you, have, you have to keep the laws of, 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 of Tuma and Tahara, and you have to do uh, everything. It's interesting to me is Shim. So from, from this story comes Shimshon. The Yeshua in Am Yisrael, they're always, and we and we never know who it's going to come. And I've, I've spoken many times throughout the Sunday nights about that Yeshua in Am Yisrael is not necessarily a Bekesh or an Astronomer. Uh, the Yeshua in Am Yisrael is not necessarily the, the Rosh Hashiva. And we don't know where the Yeshua is going to come from. And, 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 and we spoke many times that the Yeshua could come from people who we would never expect to be. It, it, it's not always in history, Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu was unique. Well, come to Israel, old Moshe. Nobody was, there never was anybody like Moshe. Um, and, and that's that's an important message. But yet, but yet it's interesting that, you know, Shimshon's going to live a challenging life. And, and we're going to see that um, in, in, in the coming weeks. But, but what, what's happening here is that at least at, the, at his conception, at least as his, in his birth, in his upbringing, he needs to be taught what it means to, to be a Moshiach Yisrael, what it means to be the savior of the Jewish people. And in order to reach that message to him, the message of Kedusha, of sanctity, has to be taught to them, right? What we, the, the term Kadosh is used by Kadosh Yeh, Gadel Pera Sa'arosho. It's very important that, that his roots have to be Kedusha. And, and we'll, listen, we'll, we'll discuss and we'll put into uh, halachic and hashkafic perspective some of his behavior, and we'll, we'll discuss that going forward. But his roots... And not only, but it's not just to he himself, but the way he's conceived, the way his mother behaves, all of those things have to be rooted in him. And when he goes out and he does to take on the role of the Moshe Yisrael, and as we discussed before, he's not going to finish the job, he's going to begin the job of being the Moshe Yisrael. It all has to be rooted through Kedusha. A nausea represents Kedusha. That Am Yisrael lived in times where, where Kedusha was not important to them where Kedusha was pushed away, where they worshiped idols, where, and, and the, the lesson is that, and this is what Shmuel Anovi is telling us here, the lesson that Shmuel Anovi is teaching us is that, is that in order to undo the problems, the Plishtim were a terrible enemy. In order to undo that, you have, you have to push away, you have to push away the Ruach HaTumah. You can't, no, don't eat Tomei. She's not allowed to eat anything Tomei after after she from the time from this point on until till till he's born she has to eat even hulan but tahara because because kedusha and the sparks of kedusha have to emanate from this story and in order for him to be a successful savior of the jewish people it must come through that through that idea you know david ben gurion to his credit said that if israel is going to be successful it has to be a jewish state there has to be yeshivas, and there has to be Shabbos, and there has to be he himself. Not, not for me, but 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 he recognized, and and we all know famous stories that he went to to, to meet with the Chazanish, and, and we we all know the stories, and, and he understood. He had, he really had an insight into Jewish history that I think a lot of people don't have. That that it has to be rooted in kedusha. 
And again, Shimshon is not Asniel ben Kenaz. He's not going to be the God of Lador. He's not going to be saying Daf Yomi Shiurim. But his roots have to be sparked in Kedusha. Him and his family. And, there has to, and he has to be brought up. And, and when he comes to realize his role, he realizes that his role is to restore the Kedusha in Am Yisrael. Chase the enemy away and restore the Kedusha. And again, he doesn't finish the job. David Amel finishes the job. But uh, with the help of Shmuel Anovi, Shoal, Elia Cohen, um, who, who are really quality, quality people. And, and, and that's the story here. Manoach is, uh, tells the Malach, he, te- he tells the Malach, please let, let us detain you. Let's have a barbecue. Let's, uh, let's sit down to a barbecue. Let's have a steak. If you keep me, I will not eat your food. But if you want to make a, a korban, give it to Hashem. Right, because Manoah doesn't know that, it, that it's a malach. Because if, if it was a person in obviously he could have a steak dinner. But if it's a malach, the malach, the malach is not going to eat. So, so he doesn't realize fully yet what he, what he is what he's dealing with here, and, and he tells them that we should have uh, uh, we should have a little bit of a uh, we should sit down for a schmooze. Uh, Rashi says, "Nesot come into the house, sit down, have coffee and cake, uh, maybe a barbecue. Uh, you know, uh, we'll make we'll make you a meal," um, which also speaks to who they were. So the Mesudat David says, "Af im lo if you're keeping me back for dinner, I'm not going to eat. And if your purpose is because you want me to join you in giving a korban, he says, what do you need me for? Give the korban. The korban goes to Hashem and not to me. Right, so so and Mr. David points out clearly he didn't know it was a malach because he never would have said what he said to him if he realized that it was it was a malach. So anyway, so so Manoah said said to him, you know what what's what's your name? Kiavo Nucha. Uh, what what what's your name? So that when your word comes about, we may honor you. Meaning, meaning, when we have the child, we want to give a donation in your honor because you're the one who came and told us that that we're going to have a child. Uh, again, exactly like the story with Yaakov and the Malach, where the where where the Malach responds, "Why are you asking me uh, my name?" But who Feli? He says that it's a uh, you know it's hidden. He says my my name is. Hidden. My name is not for you to the ode. Shehumelchusa v'nelam v'aimliglosa. Mesudat David says it's covered and hidden, and I'm not revealing it. Vehupeli. That's what it means. That's what it means. Vehupeli. It's a. It's a pella. It's a wonder. It's a secret. It's a mystery. I'm not going to uh, reveal that that to you. So anyway. Uh, so vayo. <laughs> Uh, so the Malach takes uh, um, and the and the uh, and and he puts it on the rock to Hashem 
and a miracle happens, and what happens? Again, exactly like, exactly like Gidon. Um, the fire raises up to, goes up to the, to the heaven. And the angel then goes up to heaven with the fire of the korban. So when they see this, they're in a state of shock, and they and and they and they fall down, and and, and they don't know what to do with themselves. And the Malach never appears to them. So then, when this all, when he gives the korban and the fire goes up and the Malach makes the fire come out of the stone. Again, exactly the story with Gidon. Very same story. Then they realize it's a Malach. And, and, and like Gidon, and again, they also fear, like Gidon was afraid that they were going to die, they also had that same feeling and they thought they were going to die because they saw him out. What a statement. What a statement. So Manoah's wife says, no, 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 no. Can't be. We could not have gone through this whole story and now we were just privy uh, to miracle. We brought we, we brought out a korban and we witnessed a malach raise fire from the stone. And then the korban went up to Shemaim. Do you really think, she says to, to Manoah, all of that happened for us to, uh, to for, 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 for us to die? You know who said that? Nachshon ben Aminadov. Nachshon ben Aminadov said that at, at the Yamsuf. Right? When they, when they came to the Yamsuf, and, you know, Bo Maimad Nafesh, the, the Medrash says, that Nachshon ben Aminadov says it can't be that a Kodesh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim, brought the Makos, did all that he did, that we should die right here. He's, and Nachshon ben Aminadov said, let's go. Go forward. Go into the sea. And then, and, then, and then when it came up and he was about to drown, the, the, the sea split. Because Nafson had that sense of Jewish history. He says, Gambi HaKadosh Baruch Hu has done all of this for us to end the story here. You know who else said that? Mordechai. Mordechai told Esther in one of the most unbelievable comments of Jewish history. He said to Esther, you don't want to go, don't go. Revach v'hatzolo yamad la he said, you're right. Somebody else is going to come. He said, Mordechai said, I know the patterns of Jewish history. Kaddish Baruch Hu might be angry at us. He might be hidden from us. He might be bringing some kind of maka upon us. But it's not over here. He said, Esther, you're going to have to d- decide what your role is in this story. But if you walk away, there'll be another savior. Because Jewish history is just not ending right here. And so, so, so this is a, a recurring pattern of, of a cognition of, of, of a story of a people that's promised that, that they're never going to go away. But by, to Avraham, by Kodesh Baruch Hu, by Yisqoyal, Kim so we read yesterday's parsha Es Avraham, Es Yitzchak, Es Yaakov. Every once in a while, Kodesh Baruch Hu has to, uh, has to remember that. And, and, and that's what she said. She said, it can't be. Can't be that we saw all of this and now we're going to die? No way. 
and, and, and of course, it didn't happen that way. But uh, I just want to finish. I know I'm running late, but I want to finish up. But Taylor Yishabain, Batikra Shemo Shimshon. Now, Shimshon, um, one of the Mepharshim point out, has the word Shamash in it. Shamash means to serve. He served the Kodesh Baruch the spirit of Hashem began to resound to him in Dan, So he's born. Masudat David says, He began to show unbelievable strength and, and, and it was Ruach Hashem. There was a realization that it came from Hashem. It was the location of Machanedan. So the Moshia Yisrael, known as Shimshon, was born under miraculous circumstances, was born to, to, pe- to people who had given up on having children, um, was visited by a Malach, was shown a miracle by a Malach. And because of that experience, they recognized that somehow that they're, they're going to play a role in the destiny of the Jewish people. And that their son, is go, which is seated in Kedusha of Nazir, is going to become and do great things for, for the Jewish people. This is, this is the backdrop and the background to the birth of Shimshon. And, and, and Shimshon is born. And as the Novi tells us, he begins to show he begins to feel the spirit of Hashem and the strength that's building in him. And, and we're going to continue next week to see exactly what, what his stories are and what happens to him. So we'll stop here for tonight. Again, thank you all for, thank you all for joining. And Mr. Hashem, we will continue next Sunday night.